This is the Reflector Reflections podcast. My name is Annie. Join me as we journey around the world, talking with fellow human design reflectors as they experiment and navigate their unique design. Today's unique conversation and episode is just with me, Annie. As most of you know, I'm a 5-1 reflector and I've also taken a little bit of a break and I felt that I wanted to just come back on and, and share with you personally some of the reasons why I took that break and some of the lessons that I've felt into in taking that break. I also wanted to share a little bit more personally about what it has felt like for me to hold space since what October last year. So it's been a while now since I've been talking with reflectors and there's feeling in that. There's feeling in that. And, and I guess that guess straight away launches me into some of the reasons I did take a break. Like my health was starting to suffer, not from anybody's doing, but my own. But again, it's us reflectors living in this world. And even though we can conceptualize that we need to slow down and we need to take breaks, it's we can still feel the weight of the world on our shoulders as parents, as friends. And I really just wanted to step back and and feel into that. I also noted during my break that it is quite uncommon, I suppose, in this world that somebody would have so much access to reflectors and to be in reflectors space as much as I have been, which I think is amazing. But to hear the stories, the joy, all those emotions, it you really feel into it. And as someone who is a very empathic person, which I know if you're listening to this, you are too, those things really kind of start to weigh and, and you start to think about humanity and you start to think about what this means for us as a collective. And that hasn't sat with me lightly because I'm a deep thinker. And some may question, well, it's not our job to think, it's not our job to feel, just let it flow through you. You know what, in theory, that's great, but I'm not perfect and I'm still learning. And and I really like to sometimes sit and have deep thoughts with myself and deep feelings because as reflectors, we are experiential learners. We sample, that's exactly what we are. We're sampling all the time. Why are we sampling? To experience. So denying our innate aura, it's silly. We are here to experience and experience is what we need to do. And sometimes that's just stepping back. So let me just launch straight into this because this podcast probably won't go for very long. I often love talking with people because I can go back and forth. And when I start talking to myself, I all of a sudden just shut down. And I've tried to do this before. I assure you, I have tried to go, I've got something really interesting to say. And then I start talking and then I'm just like, I just shut up. It's like, oh, yeah, it's gone now. (laughs) Anyway, so I've written these down. So if you see me kind of looking at my notes, that's exactly what I'm doing. During the past few years, me personally, I 
have been going through my own healing journey of not being seen, feeling invisible, uh, feeling that I'm not liked, being kind of pushed out and rejected. They're my own traumas because they come from the fact that I was adopted. So I've been working on that over the course of many years to, to let go of those stories that I've created and also be very consciously aware of the triggers that had come about in relaying those stories. Reflectors, we know this being open-centered beings, we are conditioned by everything. And if no one teaches us how to, you know, not be conditioned and be the perfect robots and the police of, you know, the whole world, we will fall into this. And I sometimes feel it's an unfair advantage if you're older because you've got so much more conditioning to let go of. Or do we? Because sometimes it literally is as simple as that, just going, I, I, I don't want to carry this any longer. I just literally want to let go of my cross. My burdens to bear are no longer mine to bear. And how freeing that is. It can be as simple as that, but we like to tell ourselves stories. Anyway, I digress as we go on. So with us as open-centered beings, I've had to think about this like from that sciencey kind of view, because it makes me feel good to kind of get in there and go, but, 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 but. I like to look at things from different angles. Can you tell I'm a five one? <laughs> we don't have any consistent life force energy. We know that, or do we? And this is something I've been playing with. So in speaking with reflectors from all around the world, we're kind of like, given this this narrative of you don't have defined energy or you don't have consistent energy this is what you should do and it's like okay okay I'll, I'll do it like that but the more that you do it like that the more it kind of doesn't make sense or you're trying to fight against something that somebody else told you to do and we've spoken with many people throughout the course of this podcast in just, you know what, this is your experiment, exactly an experiment. Don't blame anybody else for your stuff. Find out who you are. How you do that is uniquely yours. But experiment because no journey, no two journeys are the same. Even though us reflectors do have a lot in common, yes, absolutely we do. There is something there. I have sat in space with so many reflectors now and it, there's no denying what there is with us. Now, I could probably sit in space with other people and they would kind of get it, but the reflectors are right on it. Every single reflector I've spoken to, off record, on record, we are all on a very similar like wavelength. Like even if they're not totally aware of it, they're talking about something that has been in my field through that week or through that coming week. It's just, it is amazing. Absolutely amazing. We are incredible. And I guess that is something that when I took this break, I really wanted to honor how amazing we are. We're all amazing. Every single human is amazing. But because this is a reflector podcast, I need to speak to the reflector. We are amazing. 
our open-centeredness is amazing. Our, our sensitivity is amazing. And when we find out we're reflectors, it can feel so we're exposed. We, we just go, what does this mean? What does this mean? And then the, you start reading and you start being told this and you're just a mirror and you're this and you're that and you're like, oh, my gosh. So I'm going to speak from me for a moment that finding all these things out, I would walk into situations, into communities, friendships, and I'd become very observant. That was my first, that was my first kind of year or foray into it, becoming observant. And because I never knew who I was, I didn't really have much to go on. I didn't have a baseline. So like I'm hearing from other reflectors all the time, is that being reflected back to me? Am I reflecting that? Am I reflecting that? Am I doing that? Why? I haven't done anything. I just walked into this space. And that really affects your self-esteem because you're trying Maybe that's the problem. We're trying too hard, but I will continue with my story. We're trying to be things or we're trying to understand and we're trying to find our way. We're trying to find our way in the world. We're trying to find who we are. And if we're everybody else, who are we? And so they say, okay, wait a lunar cycle. But what does that mean? And I stripped it back at the end of last year. I stripped it all back and I asked myself these questions. What does it mean to be me? Who am I? Because I kind of knew, but I didn't know. And because we're so impressionable, I realised that the people I'm around all the time have the greatest influence on me. And you know that whole saying about, you know, like uh, you are the people you, the top five people you surround yourself with. Wow. That was like, bang, there it is. So, and that mightn't just be your friends. That's your family. That's your children. That's the school mums that at drop off. That's the, your work colleagues. We are taking all of that on. And I just thought, wow. And you know what? When they say, you're, it's about community. It's not just about you going into community. It's, it's about your friendships. It's about the people that you're actually in, your aura is in consistently. Again, at school drop-off, in the work environment, you are conditioned constantly by those people. Are they the kind of people that you want to be conditioned around or you want to have in your life? Now, sometimes we can't do much about that. And there was a beautiful meme that, that's gone around about, um, you know, stop telling us reflectors to change our environment. It's not as easy as that. So I went further and I thought, what, what then if you can't change that? What happens if you can't sleep alone all the time? You know, this is your experiment. It's my experiment, but what am I going to do about it? How can I understand this and be me and it be okay to be me? Because that's the question. From an early age, we are so susceptible to everybody else that we don't trust ourselves. We don't feel it's okay to be us. Because who are we? 
if we're constantly changing? I think the thing is a reflector on any given day is only an aspect of who they really are. We are deeply connected to the moon. We know this. I've said it before. If you, reflectors are in slow motion. If you were to speed up a reflector's life, if you turn a month into a day, you get to see us. And I really took that to heart and I started to think to myself, hmm, because it's really easy for us to get deflated when we can kind of be overlooked a lot by society, our community, our friends, the energies. When we, we're learning about us, we kind of, we, we do become a little bit more internal and, and a little bit more observing. And so the larger energies of the world can kind of talk over the top of us or disregard us. So it's very easy for our self-confidence and mental health to struggle because it's like, well, what about me? Where am I in this? You know, the thought, the, the questions go through your head of why don't people like me? It's not that they don't like you. It's just that you feel that invisibility and that you're not valued. So I took it a step further again and I'm like, what, again, what would make it, what would make me feel more valued? Because I don't like to feel that way. And I don't want my beautiful friends to feel that way either. So what can I do? How can I show up? as me how can I make change in my life and my world so that I feel more ease and grace how I think a lot of the time when we find this out we don't understand how our openness works vast majority of reflectors have no idea how to deal with their process, how to deal with their cycle, how to deal with the moon, how to, how to be. We don't, we struggle, we fight against it because we're in a world that is, has never really understood time. We get overwhelmed. We get very overwhelmed by the authority of others because everybody else has something consistent in their life and we feel like we're just getting thrown around the ring. But I'm here to tell you we do have something very consistent in our life and that is our lunar cycle. It's always moving in the same way through our hanging gates. Always, every month. Surprise! You can track it. And I think a lot of people don't know how to, and I'm going to share that with you as well somewhere. The moon is what makes us reflectors. It touches all of the gates in our chart every month. It's a pattern. It establishes life forces during different moments during the lunar cycle. In the case of the reflector, it's not a temporary definition, but it is our definition. It's reliable and it gets repeated for the rest of our lives. The thing is with us reflectors and reading about this, by the time we get to our teenage years, 
we are often already so conditioned and lost. We don't know who we are. And the reason we don't often know who we are is because we need time and no one wants to slow down. No one wants to slow down for us and allow us that time and space. And even if they did, we aren't educated enough or taught how to ask people to wait for us. So we get bullied and pushed around and we lose ourselves because humans, they don't want to slow down. We also get scared. We feel that if we don't embrace something right now and take that hold of that, it, it's going to go away. Again, we're going to feel lonely. We'll feel like we're left behind. So we jump on things really quickly. The hardest thing for us to do is wait because no one wants to wait for us because humans are just, we've got to get everything done, got to do it all now. Blah, 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 blah. The thing I learned, the biggest thing that I've learned is that I had to take my power back. Something came in a crashing halt with me at the end of last year. And I think it was being surrounded by so many of you beautiful reflectors and hearing your stories. Your stories were my stories. And the overarching theme was always that we were never given enough time. So I asked myself again, what can I do better? How can I make sure that I feel safe, secure, heard. I feel valued in myself. I am value. I am important to me and to everybody else. What can I do? And I just literally put up my hand and just went, no more. Stop. Anybody who put pressure on me, I just went, stop. And I took back my power. How it might be a little bit of a you know power play of words, but you understand what I'm saying. It's like I matter. I matter. You matter. We matter in this world. And it's about bloody time that we stand up for ourselves, feel into who we are, and honor the beautiful magnificence of what we are. And in doing that, we have to take time. And everybody else is just going to have to fucking wait. It's as simple as that. It's like, no, you wait. We are more than a moment. We are a cycle. And we need to accept that. You need to accept that. I need to accept that. And when you can kind of feel into that, like really experience it, it feels beautiful and right. Now, I'm not denying that there have been moments where I have still felt the pressure, but I've got to drop into that feeling and go, no, you will wait. See, the interesting thing about making people wait is that I'm demanding respect. We demand respect because we are to be respected. When we feel disrespected, we become disappointed, bitter, angry, frustrated. I don't want to feel that way. And I don't want them to feel that way either. So we ask them to wait. And if they don't want to wait, that's fine. We didn't lose anything. If anything, we gained because we don't actually then have to process anything for 28 days. 
So if someone comes to me, and I'll use an example, somebody come, came to me and they asked me if I would do this workshop for them. Now, this workshop is not happening until next year, but they want to be organised and I respect that. And I just went back to them and I said, you know, thank you. I'm just going to take some time to think about that and feel into how it feels. Now, I know that person is starting to get quite antsy because it's been a week, but that's not my problem. If they want to work with me, they have to wait and honour my cycle. And if they don't, they can walk away. They're not supposed to be in my field. They're not supposed to be working with me. It's not supposed to happen. It's literally as simple as that. And the one thing that I can really try to encourage you to do is to step into this, step into who you are, step into not looking at you being the reflection to everybody else or you being this or you mirroring or whatever it is. No, you start honouring who you are, start finding out who you are and make people wait. And when you can't make people wait because of, you know, work situations, try a different approach, even if it's a small wait, a pause, feel into it. Now is the time for us to really start understanding and knowing who we are. Stand your ground. Stand your ground in your magnificence and your uniqueness. We no longer need to be pushed and shoved and felt like we're, you know, silenced or mistreated. We don't need to think that way now. We don't need, we, we're re-navigating, we're retelling the story. And the story now is we are magnificent. We are here to support humanity just as you are. We are equally taking our rightful place in this world. And this is how we work. End of discussion. That, that's the story I want to be telling. And it's not an arrogance. It's not a you're not better than I am or anything like that. This is just us honouring who the fuck we are. Because I know within myself there is so much wisdom that I have. There is so much compassion that I have. And many, many times I've been disregarded or spoken over the top of or somebody's gone to the bigger energy. And it has left me feeling like shit because I think, what's wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with me and everything wrong with that rushy bully person who wants to go and work with somebody else. And you know what? In those situations where you are overlooked for something or somebody doesn't want to be around you, you've dodged a bloody bullet. You have dodged a bullet because your time waiting, your processing things through the lunar cycle is your protection from dickheads, from self-centered people who are caught in the world, who are rushing, rushing, rushing. We need to show them. We need to take back our respect. The truth is you are precious and valuable beyond measure because you exist right now. And it is time 
that you see how magnificent you are. This is healing. This is letting go. Thank you for my TED talk. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's it. Thank you for listening. I probably repeated myself a lot during that, but it is what it is. Um, it's something that I'm extremely passionate about. It's the kind of conversations that I want to get into. I don't ever want to disregard any of the feelings and the way that things hurt us because that is honouring, honouring our beautiful path, our life path. We all have something beautiful to give the world. Thank you and I'll talk to you soon.